0: You are now tuned in to the Pinterest and SEO marketing room. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you everyone for joining in. We're going to be having an amazing conversation today about how to run successful ads with Pinterest ads manager. And you are getting this information from me, Favor Obasike. And I'm going to be talking about Pinterest ads manager today. So in case you miss out on anything that happens in this episode, in this room, on Clubhouse, on the podcast. You can feel free to actually listen after this by checking out our podcast called We Don't Play. It's available on all podcast platforms. So we're talking about how to run successful ads with Pinterest Ads Manager. If you have a question, please raise your hand and let me know and I'll bring you up. Today is amazing because we understand that visual search is the future. We have a lot of things that build our future when we create content for people that actually look for things that we do. And sometimes you may think that it's hard to build content. You think it's hard to build stories. But I believe when you have a reason to stay on Pinterest, you can be able to do a lot of good for your community. Why? The reason why I'm saying that this is possible is because when you think about Pinterest, you're not thinking just about a social media platform. I know this has been said over and over But a Pinterest platform is a great platform to start, especially as a business owner, because Pinterest business gives you all the features that you can actually use to create your landing page, to create your relevant content, to create your pins. Now we have things called idea stories. People have Pinterest stories. That's what it used to be called before, story pins. Now we have idea pins. So when you think about the word idea, what comes to your mind? It comes with a strong impression that you have to think about an idea for your business. Everything that we have starts with an idea. Just like this app started with an idea, every other amazing innovation started with an idea. And everybody is benefiting because there's a culture, there's a community, there's a reason, there's a there's a purpose, and there's a problem that we're trying to solve. And as a business, when you solve a problem, you're helping somebody else. And that's why Pinterest business is the way to go. Not saying that other platforms are not as good. They are great. We have amazing platforms like TikTok, LinkedIn. We have amazing platforms where you can be able to really shine, but where you can really take your Pinterest and your visual search to the next level is if you have a Pinterest business account. Now, when you think about a Pinterest business account, you're not only thinking about the business You're also thinking about what are people seeing about your business. Now, for example, I'm going to give a very quick example. If you search for anything right now on Google, you're going to see results, correct? And those results that you see are based on what you type and what you search for. Sometimes those results come with videos. Some of those results come with pictures. Some of those results come with PDFs. Whatever you're getting as a result is because you're visually searching for it. And somebody mapped it out in a way to get it across to you and that person that did that is smart because they understand that this is a need just like I started by saying and you're solving a need so when you think about ads when you think about Pinterest you're thinking about running successful ads and sometimes we can throw money at different platforms every day trying to think oh yeah it's gonna work tomorrow it's not gonna work maybe I'll try again later Maybe my ad is not reaching the right audience. Maybe I'm not spending the right money. There are so many uncertainties that just gets overwhelming and you just decide not to do anything. And it's fine. I definitely understand that. But when you understand that you have an idea and you can pin an idea to a board that people search for then you become the person they look for when they find you. Because when they find you the first time, they find you the second time, the third time, the fourth time, it keeps going and you're actually showing up and you're delivering content consistently that is of quality. Now you're actually taking over the space. Now you're actually taking over Instagram, Pinterest, you know, all these other platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, you're actually creating a social media presence using a search engine. So think about that. Now, why did I use all these other platforms and then go back to Pinterest? Because if I have a Pinterest account and a business account at that, and I'm running a Pinterest business account with a website that actually connects the website to my domain then what I have as my domain is the authority that I have on my website, which shows what I do present, which is a keyword. And now a keyword, people talk about keywords. And just to be very simple, because I don't want to make things too complex tonight. I really want you guys to understand, listen, take notes, ask questions, and feel free because... I really want it to make sense. That's the whole point. I can say all I can say about what it is and you don't get it. And I've, I've just wasted everybody's time and I don't want to do that. So I really want to stay connected and make sure that you understand what advertising means when you use it on Pinterest. Now, you can do the same advertising thing on Pinterest because you can advertise videos. You can advertise carousels. You can advertise um, pictures. You can advertise Things that are of value that you want people to see about your business. And why is this important? First things first, when you search for anything on Pinterest, anything, whatever it is, whenever you do a search, either it's on your mobile phone or on your desktop, laptop, on your iPad, wherever you're using this platform to connect to Pinterest, you will see that when you are scrolling through your home feed and you're also scrolling through other places that you search for you will always find something that's consistent. And what's that? What you find that always stays consistent is the fact that you can be able to see a picture out of the ordinary that stands out every single time. It could be everybody's using a gray Template, and then you choose to, you choose like probably like beige, or you choose something like you know, a color that really offsets the other, it's not too harsh, but you're also giving it you know, a very good eye for people to actually connect with you. Once you do that, you capture their attention. When you do that, the next thing is, what is that pin or what is that color trying to tell me? What is the call to action? What is that campaign? What is the theme? Sometimes you think about repurposing content. And sometimes you think, oh, yeah, this didn't work because it didn't get any likes on Facebook. Nobody liked this because on Instagram it didn't really work. But when you really think about what you're posting, you're really thinking about what is the algorithm telling you? What are you telling the keyword search? And the reason why I'm bringing keyword is it's just a word that people use without even realizing that it's searchable because whenever they look for something, they're always going to find a result that's based on what people have what someone has said within that context. So you can get credible sources, you can get fake news, you could get um, amazing news, you can get spontaneous news, you can get dynamic advertisements, it could be whatever, people can call them whatever. But at the end of the day, it's the context that you're discussing with your audience that matters. And you can be able to create that by staying connected to the source. And what's the source? The source is you. What's the brand promise? So when you think about advertising, you have to think about using campaigns. And what are campaigns? Campaigns are periodic timelines that are bound to create an intent for a business when you are actually creating value for what you actually want to advertise. Whether it's a product, whether it's a service, whether it's a call to action, there's always something that's going to be called in. And when you think about creating a call to action, you are thinking about creating consistency by staying visual. Now, we have some people and some amazing clients and also people who have come as members from the Pinterest and SEO marketing club on Clubhouse, and they have gone through the Pinterest marketing course. They have gone through that platform. They've gone through that intensive um, training. And what I hear them say, and and I'm so happy to hear When they think about the pins that they're posting, they're not thinking about what are people going to think about when they post it. They usually think about how is this going to last long on Pinterest? Because the last thing you want to do is delete a pin that you graciously put up there for people to see. And if I love if I love something and I go and pin it and I go save it and when I save it, somebody else deletes it. Who's the owner of that pin? You've literally just taken away knowledge that I was ready to, to save and come back to. You, you don't even know why this person saved it. It could be a ring. It could be an event hall. It could be a recipe. It could be anything. So whatever you're doing, if you don't stay intentful and, and stay connected to the people that you're serving, you're always going to lose yourself in the audience. Why? The reason why I'm talking about how to run successful ads with Pinterest manager Ads manager today is because you can literally use the Pinterest ads manager to know what keywords are ranking. Number one, and number two, how can these keywords affect people's search? Now, on Pinterest, there's so much search going on, there's so much real time activity going on. Nobody searches with Google Images, everybody's going to Pinterest or something relative to find. The best possible picture or the best possible reference. So when you're thinking about creating traffic, audience retention, you have to understand that if you have a Pinterest business account, then you must have a website, you must have a YouTube, an Instagram, an Etsy account, something that's gonna help you. For for people who have websites, they are way better off because when you have a website. Pinterest actually gives you a benefit. They give you a boost. They say, okay, now you've connected your website. Now take this same website and connect this Pinterest tag manager, which is also known as a pixel for Facebook and connect it to your website. What that does is that by the time you start running ads on Pinterest for the keywords that you want to rank for, you realize that you keep showing up to the same people who are looking for your stuff. Now, the people who look for your stuff are always going to find something somewhere on Pinterest. But if you keep showing up every time with content that helps them, this is how to do this, this is how to do that, this is how I did this, this is how I caught, I came up with this, and people are looking at those ideas, like I mentioned, idea pins, people love to see behind the scenes. That's why when you watch movies like Game of, the, of Thrones or series like those, you want to see the behind the scenes because you want to know what really happened. You know, if you're thinking about Bridgerton or you're thinking about any other thing that we could be thinking of either on Netflix or any other show, any other classic or blockbuster, you would think about those shows that really excite you and you want to see the behind the scenes. Those are the ideas. Those are the things that you don't really see on broadcast because it's really curated to make sure that you have the best audience retention and also stay connected. That's the same model that you apply to your business. That's the same model you apply to your concept. When you have an idea, what do you want people to leave with? What do you want people to stay with? What do you want people to, to keep and remember you for? Because like we're on Clubhouse, we're doing amazing things. We're speaking with amazing people. Everybody here is a genius. And I love connecting with people because we don't know where we're going to meet one day, especially now that the world is open up, opening up. Sorry. So when you think about how we are all connecting, you think about the impact that you're leaving And then you think about how that's affecting your business in the long run. So when you use Pinterest, now back to the case in point, you use Pinterest to create that consideration. There are three sections, just like we have three sections on Pinterest, sorry, on Facebook business. We have things like brand awareness. We have consideration. You know, we have conversions. We have those things that you want to actually actualize within your business, but you realize that those things are very important and they're specific to a need. Now, if you have an app that you want to now start downloading apps or start having an app development business, you're not going to be running a traffic campaign. You're going to be running something close to a mobile application campaign. So when you think about the kind of things that you're creating for your business, you're staying connected to being very helpful to your society because on Instagram, on Pinterest, You have a lot of desire. You have a lot of people that are actually checking out your stuff on a daily basis. But now you wonder why some posts get viral. Some posts don't. It's very simple. What I came to realize is that the simplicity of everything just shows that if you're not consistent and with the same message or you keep showing up with quality, people are not going to know you or like you or even trust you. People need to like you enough to stay. People need to like you enough to listen to you because everybody's time here is precious, especially here on Clubhouse, especially if someone's listening to your podcast, especially if someone is listening to you anywhere. So when you think about running successful ads, there are three sections. And I want to just piggyback on this and just let you guys know if you've not followed the Pinterest and SEO marketing room, please feel free to follow us. There's going to be so much information we're going to have for you. If you want to join our mailing list, please go to our website. That's playinc.online. That's P-L-A-Y-I-N-C.online and scroll all the way to the bottom. You're going to see different tabs if you're using your desktop and you can see how you can be able to access the podcast and our notes and our news feeds if you want some instant access. But if you want to join our mailing list, you don't have to go all the way down to the bottom. As soon as you get to a website, you're going to see a section where you're going to tap on and it's going to allow you to opt in and then you can be able to have exclusive information about what we run, about Pinterest and all this other amazing stuff that we don't really talk about much. And we want to give you guys the best exclusive content and that's why we're running these things consistently. So when you think about business, when you think about Pinterest, what you have to understand is that you're building an empire. You're building something that's going to last long over time. And when you think about campaign objectives, way before you even start putting your keywords in, because when you start putting your keywords in, it's going to change everything. And you're going to realize that there's going to be a lot of information that you're going to be receiving on a consistent basis when you start driving campaigns. Now, you're going to ask me, how how much is a campaign? How much do I need to run a campaign for? You can literally put $30 aside as a business, as an expense, and credit that business and create a platform where you can run a dollar a day for an ad on Pinterest and just see what happens in a month. Just see what happens in a month. Usually the standard, if you have an e-commerce business, it's usually about standard about $25 a day. So you're pretty much thinking about $750 and above. In ad spend a month but if you really want to just kick it off kick the ground running understand exactly what your audience is looking for see your audience through understand exactly who they are what they need especially because pinterest is where people are inspired so if you don't serve them for what they need and what the actual message and language is then you're just going to be hitting bricks and you don't want to be doing that all day and wasting your money and time which is precious so when you think about running ads you can literally run an ad a day for a dollar and see what happens to your account when you send an ad to a keyword space. And I'm using the word keyword space because a keyword is where people actually search for things. So if the volume of the search is high, then you're going to be finding people who type those things that you actually put out there in the ad space. For them to find you because like I mentioned earlier, you end up being the person that's being seen out of the ordinary because when your ads show up, when people make a search on Pinterest and they see you, they understand that the reason why they see you is because you place something for them to see as an inspiration tool while they're searching for what they actually like. So you have to be very intentional. You can be ranking for food and you're, you have a gardening or you have a real estate business. It's it's completely bizarre and you don't want to be that person because sometimes you can think about, you know, ranking for the wrong things and you think you're ranking, but the audience is, is not right. So when you think about ranking on Pinterest, you're thinking about running ads and you think about having call to actions and bright conversations. So It's a positive place. You don't have to think about anything negative or stress about what people are thinking. People are so positive in that place that you want to actually help them be better. You want to motivate them. If you have quotes, if you have things that you actually like, if you have mantras, core objectives, mission, vision statements, things that are objectives for your business that actually are your bread and butter that you're like, without these things, without these core values, my business does not exist. Those are the things that you should be showing people because when they see that, They identify with you as a brand. They identify with you as a person, as a characteristic, as something that is valuable in their eyes that they realize okay without this person here i can't be able to get further and without you here i can't be able to get my message across and help someone that actually needs it whenever they actually ask for it or without even asking because sometimes people don't even ask i was literally just watching before coming to clubhouse just on a tangent a little bit i was watching the architectural design and the architectural design on youtube that their YouTube channel. I just bumped in my For You page on YouTube and I was looking at someone like Big Sean's house. Amazing house, you know, amazing concept. And towards the end, he went to a section where he was in his studio. You guys can watch the whole thing. But there was a section and he had a book there. And that book was talking about Ask and It Shall Be Given. And that's a book you can get on Amazon. And he talked about how that book changed his life. So people don't ask for things. People don't ask the right questions. People don't even know what to ask. So when you think about your business, you think about things specific to actually serving people and when you keep doing that and showing up one day they're going to be like i remember what you said and i like what you said and it helped me here and some people will come back and say thank you some people won't you don't you can't force everybody to do everything you have to be yourself and just let the right people come to you that's why i don't really stress much or you know put too much emphasis on things because i know that if i'm very strategic. I know that people can be able to get my point across and I can understand their point of view because it's always a two-way communication platform. It's not one way, it's not a monologue. So when you think about running Pinterest ads on Pinterest <laughs> as a manager, as a business owner, you think about these three key concepts. You think about building awareness, you think about driving conversions, which is also known specifically verbatim is driving um, drive consideration. Why I just said driving conversions, is because if somebody considers something that leads to a conversion. And the third layer is getting conversions. And that's within like a catalog sale, like I talked about, or a conversion sale, like I talked about. So when you think about using these three platforms, the consideration platform is also known as traffic. It's also known as traffic. So when you use Pinterest and you're creating traffic and you're building traffic, which is the day-to-day process of Pinterest, then you realize that when you're sending traffic to your audience or when you're sending something with value with value to their audience, you realize that you're supposed to serve their audience the same way people actually understand. So if you come there and everybody's talking about how to run an event online, you come up with hey, you can go to meetup.com and figure out how you can learn how to meet up people online. Now you're being actionable. You're being the person that is actually showing up. You're the one that's giving people this information. Yeah, I can give you five steps. I can give you five tips. Everybody can give five tips. But do those tips help you? Do they take you to the next level? Are you able to actually see that in 30 days, you spend $30 and you probably have a thousand emails that you can actually send to and get a one to 2% conversion? So you think about how can you create value and stay consistent while staying on Pinterest and while staying on social media as a whole, because Pinterest itself is not a social media platform. It is a search engine, just like YouTube, just like Google. And when you think about images today, images are running the world because when you look at a picture and it looks good, people love to stare at pictures. That's why we have art that is so priceless because we know the value of art. We know the value of visual impact. We, we, we know exactly what that means. People are visually, um, learn it. People love to understand things when they see things. If I explain something to you and I show something to you, by the time I show it to you, whatever I explain to you will stick. And that's what happens with most people. You may have to say it a couple of times, but at the same time, what you're realizing is that you're registering something into their mindset because you're serving a need. You're helping someone see something. You're helping someone stick outside the box and stay connected to you, who is the owner. Now, when you think about creating advertisements on Pinterest, It's not only building awareness or driving conversions, which is also known as driving considerations, which is formerly known as traffic. You realize that you're getting conversions and you're getting sales because you have a retargeting model. Now, what do I mean by a retargeting model? You think about running an ad on Pinterest and you think about running the same ad to the same people who need the same thing. I repeat. You need to run the same ad to the same people who need the same thing. And how do they all need the same thing? How are they in the same funnel? Because it's a keyword that stands out from the rest that they use on a consistent basis that you realize. It's not magic. It's not, it's not, it's not something that happens overnight. It's very realistic. There's a section on the Pinterest business account that's called it's called Pinterest Trends or Trends.pinterest.com. What you're able to do there is understand that whether you're in the UK, the US or Canada, they have those three options for you and you can choose and see what is trending. If you don't know what is trending, just like you have Google Trends as well, if you don't know what is trending, then you won't know what to do with your information. That's why there's Google Trends, because it's a search engine. That's the exact same reason why we have Pinterest trends, because it's a search engine. We don't have anything like Instagram trends. We don't have LinkedIn trends. We don't have those things, but we have those platforms to leverage and repurpose because we have a community to serve. We have people that are actually listening to us. There are people who are actually paying attention. There are people who actually care about their future, their family, their lifestyle, where they want to be. So when you think about the longevity and the half-life of what you're creating, I always run back to Pinterest because not only am I serving a community, I'm also being served because I actually curate my feed. Now what do I mean? When you have a board on Pinterest, you can literally choose the boards that you create because boards on Pinterest are searchable by ranking. So if you have a keyword through the Pinterest trends or the Pinterest search bar that is actually ranking and you are adding value to that keyword at some point, people are going to start finding you and start following you. I've never run an ad on Pinterest to say, Hey guys, follow me or check out my profile. I've never done that. And now I'm getting followers that are coming from posts that I did six months ago. You know, I'm I'm not thinking about followers. I'm thinking about who am I around? Who am I serving? Who is here today? What can I do? Because everyone's time is precious. And that's why I like to stay connected and stay consistent because you think about, all these things, it sounds like it's crazy. It sounds like I have to keep doing this every day to stay connected. I have to post five times. I have to post three times. I can't, I don't even have three times to post because I don't even have time for the day. And you realize you get burnt out without even starting. And that's where most people end up in the first place because you realize that. You're not taking time to think. We have amazing platforms like Canva. We have amazing platforms. I don't even want to go down the list. We have so many graphical platforms that you can actually be able to create illustrations and motions for yourself without having to hire a VA or hire someone. Yes, you can do those things, but you don't want to be burnt out and run your expenses on those costs instead of focusing on investing back in the business. So you have to be very strategic. You have to know that if I'm spending X amount of dollars I need to know that my return on investment is 2.5. And how do I get there? I need to understand that the people I'm serving have this need. Whenever there's a need, there's a solution. But without the need, you can't be able to drive through. So you have to think about what you're doing on a consistent basis and how you're building traffic. Now, for example, I said today I was gonna talk about how to run successful ads with Pinterest Ads Manager. If you haven't followed this Pinterest and SEO marketing club, it's right above my head. Please click on it and follow us because we're gonna be having amazing conversations. Also, feel free to check our amazing blog because we have a newsfeed and one of the news feeds is also talking about Clubhouse when it first started. And you will you will know that. When you create content, you're actually creating value for people who actually need it. And you can do the same thing too. So if you want to learn those tactics and those steps, because I'm not going to be on Clubhouse for so long. I really respect everyone's time. And I know I've been here for the past almost 30 minutes. So I'm going to be here for another 30 minutes. And if you have any questions, please feel free to raise up your hand and interrupt me. Please, I would I definitely just stop and answer your question because I really value your time and I really want you to understand if you have any questions. So back to what I was talking about with targeting, when you do have a target, you're able to create connections. Now, inside Facebook, you get different types of ad creatives, you get different types of you know, location, gender, you get the head tag, the title, the tag, the pixels, all that good stuff. On Pinterest, it's a little different when you literally click on an ad group and you create one. The first thing that you see and I'm actually showing you guys or rather telling you guys what I'm looking at, because that's what everybody has is the Pinterest business manager tool. And when you think about the management tools within the platform of Pinterest business, you realize that your targeting gets more specific I use it as a reverse engineering process. My clients do the same thing too because we realize that it's not really about how much you post. It's about how well that post was received and who that message was for at the right time it was posted. And that's what we do with targeting. There are two sections. The first section is reconnect with users. And what it says is that you can retarget people who have already interacted with your brand. Now, the reason why Pinterest says brand is Because it's because when you use the brand, when you create content that is original, you, if you have any, like, let me just tell you guys before I go any further, if you have any stock images that you want to use on Pinterest as a business, it's not going to work because it's not, it's really much against their merchant guidelines, against their community guidelines. Yeah. You can use it as mood boards and everything, but if you have a Pinterest business account and you want to sell something Or run an ad with a stock image, that's what I mean specifically. It's not really going to work for you because it's going to just be dinged and you don't want to be that person and get that red um, (laughs) message from Pinterest. So when you're creating ads, you think about originality. Right now, stories are leading the day. It's no longer even called a story pin. It's called an idea pin. Why is it called an idea? Because everybody starts with an idea. Everything that we have today started with an idea. The lights, you know, we talk about Tesla. we're talking about you know everything back in the day even till today we're thinking about all these great people who have you know come and gone and who have left legacies that we still live and read today you realize that they were ideas when they first started so we are all able to do the same thing and that's why i love pinterest because it literally gives you what you give it back like it gives back to you what you actually like feed to it so when you think about reconnecting with users you're retargeting people who have interacted with your pin with your brand. That just means if they've watched three seconds, if they looked at your image, maybe five times in a day, if they probably saw it swiped up and then came back and they were like, Oh, this is a nice picture. Let me save it. That's someone that counts as one person. So they are being retargeted. The second thing you have to think about is that within this target, you can be able, if you have a customer list, because there's Pinterest shop as well, you can build engagement. You can do dynamic retargeting There's so much you can do like you would do on any other platform, even TikTok. Not many people run TikTok ads, but those things are there. So when you think about running ads on Pinterest, understand that you're being specific and you're serving a completely different audience because about 45%, if I'm not wrong, if about 45% of the people who use Pinterest, and I'm actually gonna get the stats for you right now. Yeah, about 49%, I'm sorry, not 45, 49% of weekly, not monthly, 49% of weekly pinners have a household income of over 100k. Now, I'm just going to say that because the people that you serve at the end of the day as a business, your goal is to make a quarterly objective your goal is to make an impression your goal is to actually serve a community in exchange of something that is of monetization value, of, of tangible value. so if you're thinking about people who are on platforms, understand who your audience is, understand where they're coming from, understand that the one percent that you have on Pinterest could be completely different from the one percent that you have on Snapchat. You can literally have a completely different audience. So you need to know who you're targeting. So when you think about strategy, there are two things. You can either reconnect with users or you can find new customers. And you can also choose your own customers if you want to based on the demographics. So when you reconnect with users, there are sections called side visitors, engagement and customer list. You can be able to create that. There's another section that's called keywords and interests. Now, when you think about keywords and interests, you understand that even Pinterest tells you we, and this is what they said. We don't recommend using keywords and interests for advertisers looking to retarget users. What does that mean? It just means that if you are running a retargeting campaign, you don't need to think about the keywords. All you have to think about is, I posted flowers on Tuesday. The next day I had a vase. The next day I had a how to build, um, you know, like a plant garden, how to start some. I'm just being very hypothetical right now. When you think about creating that imagery in someone's mind and they start to see it and they interact with that pin, you don't need to think about keywords and in interest. They've even told you on Pinterest. All you have to think about is, okay, I've been posting this content content consistently And maybe out of this 30 pieces of content in this month maybe two or three stood out now you test those two or three with almost a hundred dollars spend thirty dollars on each per month have a subset and then see which one outperforms the other run an a b testing when you now do that and you see what works what i love about pinterest is that it gives you stats for your analytics every 90 days so every quarter of the year you're able to analyze and see that, okay, Q1 was not as good as Q3. Why is Q2 doing better than Q4? Now you can be able to use those data and analytics. You can export it as a, as a CSV file and retarget the same people who you are able to interact with the first time without using keywords and in interests. Now, if you've been very focused on understanding that keywords run the day and the interest of people run the consumer behaviors of the day, then what you're going to realize is that when you are creating content with those same keywords and interests and ideas with value and you're solving problems, not to mention, you are actually creating a community without even realizing it. So you have to be very specific. You have to be very intentional. You have to be very practical Either uh, as well. I'm sorry. When you think about being practical, You think about creating content for people to use, to binge, to listen, to watch, and they're always going to connect back with you. Why? Some people think, oh yeah, Pinterest is not going to work for me. I don't really connect with anybody. It's a search engine. I don't see anybody. That is false because everybody's searching on Google, but nobody's seeing them. That's kind of like, that's pretty much what I'm trying to explain as an analogy. And you realize that When you rank for visual search, especially with the technology going on right now, and you're thinking about asking all these AI platforms about giving you the best recipe of the day, giving you the best outfit of the day, how are they going to pop out that information or give you that information verbatim based on how you actually spoke to the platform and how you're going to be ranking first? Those things are very important because the time you spend on Instagram, the time you spend on Facebook, those times are amazing but the times have changed. Even shout out to Gary Vee as well. You know, he's talked about how LinkedIn is literally Facebook in 2012. That's him speaking, you know, and it's true because you think about organic search and you think about how long it lasts, you post something that's of value, two, three, four, five days later, you're still getting comments. You're still getting reactions. You're still getting DMs. That's the whole point of running a business. You need to stay consistent. In a business, it takes about three years to establish. Sometimes you may have some ups and downs, some profits and losses, yes. But by the end of those three years, if you've not established yourself within a niche market or within your deep blue ocean strategy, then you're not really doing much. And and it's sad because in 2021, anybody can make it. You can make it too. I've been able to do it. Clients have been able to start from literally negative two monthly viewers and now over 100,000 monthly viewers on Pinterest. So I've seen the ups and downs. This is not magic. This is not rocket science. It's simply strategy. It's only strategy, but that strategy takes discipline. Just like you have to work out, you have to eat your food right. You have to make sure that everything is good in the house. You have to take the trash out. You have to think about those things. Yes. The same way you have to think about your business and how the etiquette is flowing through that characteristic of your brand. And sometimes you don't even have to say much. Sometimes you just have to show up. You just have to be the person. You just have to be that person that is standing out and saying, okay, today I'm going to make a difference in someone's life. I'm going to stay connected. I'm going to stay consistent. And I'm going to tell them what I know as an owner, as a business. And if they like me, fine. If they don't like me, okay. There are almost 8 billion people in the world. So when you think about those fears and those contradictions and those objectives and those objections to your, your thought process, you're limiting yourself because $30 that you could spend in the blink of an eye is what you could put in a month and get back value because you trust that your business is going to work. And that's where most people fail. They don't think their business is going to work. Nobody's going to like me. Nobody knows what my mantra is. Nobody knows that I take, you know, amazing, amazing, you know, sceneries of places or, you know, these types of things, you know, people have this doubts in their mind and people will constantly be thinking, they're thinking, oh, can I do this? I'm not sure. I have this to think about. It's almost the end of the month. You know, now I have to think about this. Now you, you start getting worried without being actionable and without planning. That's how the failing starts. And on Pinterest, you have to be very strategic about how you create your advertisement. You have to think about who are you advertising to, What are you advertising for? Now, when you think about the keywords and the interests, we have about 20 minutes to go, about 22 minutes to go. So if you have any questions, please feel free to raise your hand. And also, you know, check out our website, playinc.online, if you want to join the mailing list, because we have some information for you that's very, very vital. And we can definitely help you with anything that you need, especially when it comes to digital marketing and SEO. Now. When we think about keywords and interest, like I mentioned, you don't have to do those things because what whatever you're doing organically, which is a search engine, which is on Pinterest as a business, you are going to thrive. Just like, for example, one of the insights that I got to see on one of the, our clients, um, one of our clients, Google My Business Profiles, Google usually sends insights every week or every month, depending on how you perform with your business, if it's a local front store or anything. And she got a, she got an email and the email from Google said, Hey, your pictures have been seen 10,000 times on Google. Now she has a a business and it's running through search because SEO was treated to the website and she has images in a CRM that's able to push that information out there. Now imagine 10,000 people seeing your picture in one month. Think about the number of eyes that have seen that picture you're not going to get everybody responding to that picture, but they have seen it. That's what it's called an impression. That impression that you have left is a big impression. And the next impression that you're going to make, it has to beat the first impression. Because when you meet people for the first time, whether virtually or on social media or even a cold audience, sometimes they may not be able to receive you well because they don't really know you. So they're being very defensive without, you know, doing too much or without being forceful because you also have to respect people that you meet online or offline. That's just rule of thumb. So when you're creating content and you're creating value for people, understand that you are using keywords, you're using interests, using demographics and all these things help. When you're creating pictures, just like we have our phones, the best thing to do is take pictures with a two by three ratio, have a portrait, have something that is valuable, have a call to action right there with a bright color, put it on your ad and just see what happens. You don't have to think, you don't have to be like, oh, I have to hire a copywriter. I have to Google search this trend. Just be yourself. And then when you start searching for those things, you're going to find them. But if you start thinking too hard, that's when the roadblock starts to come. That's when you start having writers block. And then it just becomes a whole stumbling block altogether. So you don't want to do that. You want to be very specific to who you're treating your audience for and who you're treating your audience with in the sense that. The people that are seeing your your content on a consistent basis, based on the retargeting model that you've created, is going to make sure that the people who actually search for it are going to work. Now, you're you're going to probably ask me, okay, how many people are on Pinterest and how many active users are on Pinterest based on that 49%? Now, if you think about 49% and you think about almost 100 million active users, Think about that. 49% of 100 million active users, that's the potential of who you can actually reach. And the 1% of who you can be able to reach could be anyone within those brackets. And you don't want to cut yourself short and you'd also want to spread yourself thin. So you have to think about how can I be specific and the potential audience size, which Pinterest graciously gives to you. It gives you the estimated number of people you may, and that's a keyword may, because that's a potential. It's it's a, it's a, uh, what do they call it? It's a vanity metrics. It's not, it's not something that you would be looking at and expecting. It's more so for you to understand that this is the calibration and this is where you can be able to potentially rank for. So when you think about that per month for your campaign, using historical data from your business, it's a win-win. Nobody wants to spend money on an ad and not get that money back. I want to spend a dollar and get $2 back or $10 back or however much back. And it couldn't—it doesn't have to be monetary. It could be an email list. It could be a follow. It could be a like. It could be a comment. So when you don't think about the monetary stuff, you start serving your audience differently and you start having different perceptions about how you can create influence. So those are the things that I would definitely want to talk about and tell you today. About how to create budgets, schedules, running ads, because running ads could end up on a browser where people can actually browse and people find you in their home feeds and related pins, or they could also find you in a search result where your ad will appear. So you have to think about those strategic things and they definitely help out. So I hope this helps. This is going to be also available on the We Don't Play podcast, it's going to be available tonight because this is an episode that I really want to keep running. And if you, if you have been in the audience and um, I'm going to ask two questions and I really want to know from you so I can also know about, you know, what to do next, if this is actually helpful, because I really want to make sure I'm making sense and I'm also spending time, you know, giving quality as well in advance. So if you have a Pinterest business account, are you able to please raise your hand up? If you have a Pinterest business account, are you able to raise your hand up? Okay, Debbie. Okay, Debbie has a Pinterest business account. And why I ask this question, oh yeah, Jamari has a business account as well. Okay, I would love to definitely, you know, get to know more about your businesses and how I can be able to help. And I will reach out to you. And, you know, see how we can be able to, if you have any questions, that is because I I am really interested in understanding how I can help. Some people have never run ads on Pinterest. Some people want to run ads and I don't want to be the person that is not helping. So I want to really help out and and give the most information possible. If If you think about how we can create content, especially with the Pinterest and SEO marketing club, we are trying to stay connected and make sure that you can be able to learn the best and actually do your due diligence and learning how you can be able to connect with your audience the fastest way possible. So these tips are helping, and I hope they do help you because, like, like Debbie and Jamari have now mentioned about their Pinterest business account. I, I know that with business it takes a while to grow, but at the same time, when you have it on Pinterest and you're doing consistently. Yes, you're going to see the ups and downs, but the best part about it is when somebody actually saves it to their board. I don't know if you have that same feeling as me, but when I see my clients or myself or or my Pinterest account and I see someone saving it, that just tells me just like somebody would save your Instagram post. It means that you actually mean something to them. Whatever you said meant something to them. No one is going to keep saving every time. No one has time for that. So if someone actually clicks on a button and says save and then save it to a relevant board on their Pinterest, then you are doing an amazing job because you're able to actually help people on a daily basis. So whether you are into anything that deals with visual, whether you're into audio or video, it doesn't matter. If I have a podcast, I can repurpose my podcast and put that podcast out there. If I have a video, I can repurpose it on there because it's a search engine. There are things called featured snippets. And let me just explain this to you guys because we have about 15 minutes to go. If you have any questions, please feel free to raise your hand and I'll be glad to answer your questions. If you have any question, you can DM me as well. And I'll definitely love to respond to you if you have any specific question about what we talked about today. And when I talked about you know, creating content and staying connected to the people that you actually serve, then you realize that when you run Pinterest ads, your ads manager starts to serve you back because there is a section and I don't think any other platform has done this. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but there's, I don't see any other platform that does exactly what they do right now on Pinterest. And it's actually in beta mode right now. Let me actually check real quickly. If, um, Let me see. Yeah, they're still in beta mode. And what I'm talking about is the recommendations tab. When you think about the recommendations tab, you will understand that if you spend a dollar a day, that's $30 a month. The recommendations tab is going to tell you, hey, you performed amazing on this content. Your, Your content was great on this content with the dollar you spent. How about And it's a recommendation, so it's not an obligation. You're not not entitled to do it. You're not really forced to. If you want to, cool, but it's a recommendation. And it's a suggestion from the AI, and the AI is called Pixie on Pinterest. And if you're spending a dollar, this could happen, hypothetically speaking. You could be spending a dollar, and then when you go to the recommendations tab, you're going to see the campaigns that you have actually done in the past, recently completed, active, whatever you want to call it, they're all going to be there. And when you look at the ad and you see that $1 ad that you ran as a campaign, the recommendations tab, when you get in there and you pick on that campaign, is going to say, hey, this is great content. But if you add five cents, you're going to get a bigger conversion rate over time. And that's in 30 days. So think about that compound rate. Think about that, that investment practice that you're creating for yourself. That's a financial literacy um, pointed suggestion that Pinterest gives you to spend five more cents. And it could be 60 cents. It could be two cents. It could be zero. It could be five cents. It could be anything. But that recommendation just means that if you have a bidding cap, of a target and say, okay, every day, every day I'm spending a dollar and I'm probably capping at a dollar three or a dollar three cents. Now, if you're capping at a dollar five cents, that, that extra balance that you just got for yourself is going to cause a conversion on Pinterest because you're serving an active audience. So anybody that searches for something, especially now, when you think about search, somebody searches for something And on average, somebody spends about 14 minutes a day on Pinterest a day. That's a lot. A lot of time can 14 minutes. That's a lot of time. And if anybody's giving you 14 minutes of their time, I that's a that's a privilege. That's an honor. And I I really appreciate, you know, You guys also being here today and also listening because I know how much 14 minutes can be. That's a lot of time you could be doing anything else in the world right now. So it's very applicable to today. And when I talked about those recommendations, it's because when somebody is searching for something and they're spending 12 minutes, those extra two minutes that they're going to spend, they might search for something that they're going to find you And then that's going to be able to give them an intention to actually grab. And when you think about bidding, the the closer it gets to the closing, the higher it gets, the more intense it gets. Think about auctions. You know, you think about how intense it gets, how stressful and and strenuous it gets. Everybody's tense. You know, people want to know, are we closing it? Are we closing it? You know, how close are we? You know, when you think about those things and, and they're giving you recommendations, you have control over your audience. You're able to actually create an audience that actually serves you because when you run ads consistently and you don't have to do it all the time. That's why when when the ads give you about 90 days, you can run a campaign for literally one hundred dollars for three months and see what happens. That's ninety dollars in in three months if you're spending thirty dollars a month. So you will think about how you're spending. And I'm only just giving these figures to show you how the low competition is. Because you can't really spend a dollar a day on Facebook today in today's time, in modern time, and and get anything, at at least $5. You can spend a dollar, yes, and and really be specific on your market if you have a lookalike audience or you have a custom audience with a pixel. Those things are very possible. But when you're thinking about low competition, search engine ranking over time and time over time, year over year, still reaping benefits of what you posted six months ago, six years ago. It, the value is just priceless. It's endless. So, when you think about creating content, you have to think about how you're building strategy and creating that content forward. So, those are the things I wanted to tell you about today. If you have any questions, please feel free to raise your hand. Don't be shy. Just let us know. If you have any questions, just DM me. I will definitely want to respond back to you and answer your questions because I, I definitely want to have these conversations with you on a consistent basis. I know on the Pinterest and SEO marketing club, we have had a lot of amazing guests in and out, but very soon there's going to be a completely new shift within the club because one of the things that I've been thinking of, and these are things that I've actually been planning to do. I have done a few workshops. I've done two workshops with the club already, and they were amazing workshops. If you want to know about the workshops, just click the link in my bio on Instagram And you'll be able to actually log in. The the password is Pinterest and you can be able to see the workshops that we had. But if you want to think about how you want to rank on Pinterest and how you want to build your brand, there are so many factors that you have to think about and stay connected to while using Pinterest. Pinterest is a long-term game. The only reason why I'm, I'm using this content and I'm telling you consistently about why I believe in your content is that anybody can rank for anything, just like the people who are ranking right now are ranking for that reason so you have to be thinking about your strategy think about your targets think about the trends in the community it why I said it's a reverse engineering platform for me is because if I look at the trends it's telling me what is trending on the search and what is trending on the search is based on what my business is actually serving so if I have a business objective I'm able to actually do that and create content for that that for that purpose so I think when you when you run a successful ad, With a Pinterest business ads manager, you can do a lot for your business and you don't have to spend so much to get back your results because it's a search engine. It's not a custom platform. It's not something that's rocket science. If you place something in there and you're very intentional and you're creative, which is what Pinterest actually loves to do, if you are creative and you're able to think outside the box and show people easy steps and methods for them to use as guidelines, these things are gonna work for you. Now, This is the last thing I'm going to tell you guys today as we're about to wrap up the the room and the clubhouse room, which is on the podcast as an extension of the We Don't Play podcast, you know, served to you by Work and Play Entertainment. I'm so excited for what you have learned today, and I hope this also helps you. And just to just give you one more thing to use and a pro tip and then a give as well. A pro tip would be when you think about keywords. I've been talking about keywords and interests all evening And when you think about the keywords, you have to rank for the right keywords. And what do I mean? There are three types of keywords. You have to think about the competitive keywords, which are also known as commercial keywords. Those commercial keywords are, are keywords that you're able to actually rank for and say, okay, best hotels in the in the city, you know, commercial spots near me. You know, when you think about those things, you're actually creating value over time. And those commercial Um, what do you call them? Yeah. Commercial keywords are going to start ranking for you. Yes. The commercial keywords are going to start ranking for you because people love actionable keywords. People love power keywords. People love keywords that actually tell them to do something. If I see best plans to, you know, best ways to book a flight, for example, just thinking out the box and I see three best ways to book a flight. Now the odd number three is a very good number because Odd numbers actually win. If you didn't know about this, know this now. Odd numbers really work. If you write two ways to To run this, and then you write three ways to run this, run an A-B test, you're gonna realize that the three will do better than the two. Because three is an odd number, and for some reason, I still do not know why, but for some reason, three words do better than than. I mean, let me know, let me put it this way: odd words and odd numbers do better than even numbers. I'm sorry, odd numbers do better than even numbers because the odd numbers kind of give people the incentive of, and this is what actually happens. If I have four points, then my, my bonus point would be a fifth point. So I'll say, okay, five ways to get this and there's a bonus. So when you think about structure, think about how those things can actually grab their attention by using commercial keywords. Now, commercial keywords help you. There's something also called informative keywords. And those are things like how to, you know, you think about your guides, you think about, okay, how can this thing help me today? Am I able to actually rank for this thing? Those are things that you're going to be asking yourself on a consistent basis. But the only way to actually scale forward is to stay connected to your source. And when you stay connected to your source, which is the keyword that you want to rank for, then those commercial keywords I talked about, the informational keywords, the keywords that actually stand out, they can definitely help you. And it takes time to grow. But at the same time, it's not a long time. So think about three months, think about your your spend, think about what you spend time on. You know, people spend a lot of time on clubhouse and they learn a lot and I also learn to listen and I, I'm also able to be, a you know, a listener because I don't know everything either. You know, I'm also learning, but what I do know, I'm able to help and I'm able to give people the best of the best so they can be able to actually rank and do the best of their abilities to actually stay consistent their audience so i hope this information helps you it's been an amazing time to spend with you all if you want this room to repeat itself as far as content and you you actually value you know you value what was spoken about in this room tonight um please raise your hand i'm not going to bring you up i just wanted to know was this information helpful to you please raise your hand Okay. Nobody's raising their hand, but okay. Everybody's raising their hand. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm not bringing anybody up. Don't worry about it. I just wanted to be sure and just connect with you all because sometimes on clubhouse, you're not sure if, if you know, you're really making your point across, but I'm so glad and happy that you guys were able to be here and stay connected. I'm definitely going to be able to reach out to each and every one of you tonight. I'm going to just thank you for, you know, being part of the room tonight and just, you know, staying connected. I've actually followed all of you three uh, and Debbie, Jamari and Lars. I hope I said the name right. I'm sorry if I butchered it. I'm sorry. But it's been an amazing platform and I've, I've been so blessed to actually have you here to stay connected and actually learn more about what we can do to just help our businesses grow. And I really hope you guys can be able to use this information, run with it. You know, make those actionable keywords, make those things count because people are depending on you. People are depending on your business. A lot of things have changed this year. You know, last year was completely different. So people have a completely different mind shift now, paradigm shift. So if you are very connected to the people that you actually want to work with, then I think it's going to help you in the long run when you actually stay connected to them and just do them their due diligence and just give them what they need, which is the business that you run. And I'm so excited because I know that it's helped me. It's helped the people that we've worked with. And it's also going to help you too. If you want to learn more, you can just type in on Google work and play entertainment. You can check out our reviews. One of the reviews talks about, and I was so happy to have her, you know, talk about that because I'm also featuring her on a podcast on um, March, on May 31st. Yeah, I'm featuring her, I believe it's May 31st, but it's towards the end of the month. And she's going to be talking about on the podcast how her experience was with Pinterest business because she had a lot of followers and she didn't know what to do with them. And now she's been able to get to about 70 67,000 monthly viewers, you know, using the Pinterest marketing course that we have here at Work and Play Entertainment. So I'm just happy that people are getting results I'm happy people are, people are making their quarterly goals, which also makes me happy because I know that if I'm able to help someone, somebody can help somebody else. So it's, it's just amazing that we can be able to make the world go around and stay connected and still love people and just inspire, which is why we're on Pinterest. So with that said, I've, I've been able to break down everything. Um, if you guys have any questions, just feel free to DM me, But this has been an amazing time. I really appreciate each and every one of you for being here tonight. And this podcast is gonna be live on the We Don't Play podcast station, available on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it. You just type in We Don't Play Podcasts and you'll be able to find us. And with that said, have a wonderful night. Stay safe out there. Don't do too much. Make sure you stay healthy And I'm wishing you all a peaceful night, a successful night, and God bless. Good night, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.